When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. During the pandemic's peak, as pork plants shut down, farmers faced challenges harvesting hogs. However, one person stepped up to provide an outlet for these farmers in her area. I'm Charity Seebecker from the Midwest Farm Report. Carrie Retallick and her family started their business known as The Meat Shop in 2021. They collaborated with small locker plants across the state and ensured that surplus pigs reached food banks. Now, a few years later, post-pandemic, Retallick says they are able to serve friends and neighbors in Lancaster and surrounding communities with locally grown, farm-fresh beef and pork from their family farms to your dinner table. She explains more about the obstacles that she had to overcome to get this business going. Well, we started right after the end of the pandemic, really. And the reason why we started it is goes back to my work with Wisconsin Pork Association. What we found was we had producers that could not get loads of hogs to harvest due to uh, shuttering of plants. And so we worked with several small locker plants throughout the state to assist us in getting those pigs to harvest and then utilizing that meat to get to food banks throughout the state. And with that, we talked about looking at a retail operation, and um, it was decided that that seemed to be a pretty big risk. So that was something that we looked at in the future of having to utilizing that as an avenue to provide local fresh meats to consumers in the tri-state area and opening a retail shop in Lancaster because there was a site available and we just thought it's, it was a beautiful building that had been renovated and we wanted to be able to utilize that. And when we first started, we really were only looking at having like frozen retail um, product, but that has since gone into having our fresh case um, having some lunches, and now moving into utilizing that whole farm-to-table experience with the opportunity to uh, have a restaurant that it connects right to the meat shop. And can you take me through, where is that meat coming from that you guys are using in your butcher shop? Is it your farm-specific only? Are you using other ones in that restaurant, or what does that look like? So everything that we feature in our meat shop, we feature our 2K Angus beef. So that is um, the beef that we raise on our farm uh, near Glenhaven. And we now have um, the fourth generation with our daughters involved in the program as well. We will be hosting our 26th annual sale this March coming up. Um, So we provide the opportunity to get those genetics out to our customers in um, multi-state areas, and that's something that uh, my husband has worked on uh, all of his life, is to have carcass genetics that will be proven factors that you have that good marbling and that taste, and that really comes through in our meat products. Uh, we have our beef um, in the, the meat shop, and then that's what the restaurant uses as well. In regard to the pork, our pork comes from the Wolf LNG Farms in Lancaster, and then uh, we have a butcher that um, provides us with all of our retail cuts, and then we have our frozen meat section, and then he also is our sausage maker. So we do summer sausage, 
snack sticks, hams, bacons, all of those are done artisanally in-house at the meat shop. And Lancaster is a smaller community, so does that affect the volume of your business at all? Since we open, we continue to um, gain momentum and uh, customers that know who we are now come back for more and we hope to continuously grow that and we have customers from you know surrounding communities as well in fact we have quite a few that are you know are just across we're not too far from the Iowa and Illinois border so we have folks that come uh, to Lancaster to to the shop as well and so it's starting to become a destination for some of those folks. What has been the greatest challenge that you faced in these first two years? I think just uh, not knowing what we don't know. <laughs> There's just so that it's been a it's been a steep learning curve. There's a lot of things that you need to learn about the business, um, and we constantly are learning about it um, and doing better with that. Um, I think it's uh, challenging to have the balance of how many people you need to have for both areas and the, the workforce, and then just making sure that you, you know, you want to make sure that you keep up with all of the, the rules, regulations, and guidelines that are associated with that. And how does it feel coming from the industry? You've been very involved in the pork producers, and now in essentially going into retail, what are some of the things you learned in that process? Well, I think a lot of it was learned by fire kind of situation when we had the pandemic and people were looking for um, products and uh, we had producers looking for ways to get pigs to market. I think that was the experience that we had. We have a lot of trial and error. Um, We found out logistically when you're trying to, you know, get um, everything organized, it takes a lot of time to make sure that you have the pigs scheduled, that the uh, that there are trucks available to get those pigs from the farm to the to the harvest point, that they have harvest uh, facility, that they have their team in place to be able to actually get those pigs harvested, then making sure those cuts are done correctly, making sure that you can sell the whole pig. That's one thing, you know, when we first started, they would tell us, you know, they want XYZ number of pork chops. Well, you still have, you know, roasts and ground pork that you also need to get rid of. And so then we had to structure it to make sure that we could actually sell the entire pig, right? We needed to make sure we could do that. So then we started making it so it was more bundles. Or um, in some cases, we would have a whole 40,000-pound load of product that would go out to some of the food banks. And then, you know, there'd be X number of pounds of, you know, pork chops. There'd be that meant X number of pounds of, like, the roast, pork roast, and then ground uh, ground pork as well. And then we would work with people to provide them information about recipes and how to cook it so they knew how to prepare the products. Because you, one thing, you want to have a quality product, and we're bringing those right from, from the farm to these folks that are food insecure and they don't always get that kind of quality product. And so that was one thing that we had to do. But then we need to make sure that they had the information that they needed to prepare it properly. Because if it's not prepared properly, then then everything that you've worked on to that point is is doesn't doesn't work real well. So we worked really hard to let them know, you know, the nutritional value, what temperature they could, should cook at, and then recipes that they could utilize for that for our pork products as we went along. And how is the supply chain for you? You're obviously well connected with the pork producers, so does that help? 
throughout this time with our Passion for Port program and, and even today, I think things are, are definitely better on the supply chain end of it right now, but we still, there's still issues with, you know, possibly with getting the right bags so that you can wrap your product correctly. And, and if you have an issue with equipment that you can get those parts in a timely manner. And then the trucking really need to appreciate all those individuals out there that transport our products and bring our parts to us because without them and the logistics that we have for the transportation side of it, we don't have a lot of opportunities. And then pretty soon you're traveling, you know, six, 12 hours to pick up a part so that you can get it earlier than later. So there's just so many pieces of the puzzle that people don't realize to get that pork chop on your plate (laughs) from, from the time it's raised on the farm through all of the system and then getting it to your plate. It takes a lot of coordination and organization with that. And you guys have catering and event space as well. So can you tell me about how that has been going for you? My daughter uh, recently opened a, a steakhouse. It's a Madison Street Steakhouse and Grill. And then we also have opportunities for people to host private parties and events. So we've started where on weekends, a lot of the times, We've had bridal showers, baby showers, graduation parties, wedding rehearsals, like holiday parties. And so, you know, that's continual world, word of mouth really is, is what's uh, brought people to the location. And, and we're really looking forward to continuously working with new customers and, and those that come back week after week. And your daughters are really forward facing with those customers. So what are the customers asking? What are the questions that they're getting? Well, I think so, a lot of it is that they um, more so appreciate the whole farm to table concept and that they know where the, the meat is coming from. And they really like that part of it. They ask them, you know, questions about how the animals are raised and what they, you know, what they are fed. Um, for instance, in a case with uh, Angus beef cattle that we have, they're, they're pasture-raised and corn-fed finished, you know, and that's one of the things that they ask about. They really like that. Kelsey has, like, select pictures um, in her restaurant from the farm and, and some of the animals that are our animals there, and people have really appreciated that. They like the fact that it's a family-owned operation and it's farm-to-table and it's local and they're supporting local and that's what they really, really like to be able to do. And then on top of it, they, they get, you know, premium products. And so they really appreciate that. And with the holidays approaching, what are you guys working on? I'm sure you guys are extra busy. Um, we will have uh, gift boxes um, with our quality products with our 2K beef and our uh, wolf LNG pork. So we will be offering those. We also have some shop local specials that we'll be doing during the holidays. And then, as I mentioned before, people can, if they want to uh, put together a private party, they can contact the restaurant for that as well. So there's a lot of things going on and coming up that um, we really appreciate the opportunity to work uh, for for our folks. And I think it'll be something that'll be fun in the future as we, we continue to move forward with it. That was Carrie Retallick, owner of the meat shop in Lancaster. She says being able to provide locally sourced food for people in her community is the real why behind the business. Rooted in family and quality values, the product that you can find at the meat shop are only the best. As she wouldn't serve her family anything less, it wouldn't expect you to either. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.